good morning and happy Sabbath. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. I don't care what happened to you this week, how rough it's been. The Bible says, let everything that hath breath Praise the Lord. The fact that you woke up this morning, God is good and we need to praise him for his mercy and his goodness towards us. We want to welcome you to the Tabernacle of Praise service this morning. We promise today is truly going to be a blessing. We want you just to share your page, give a shout out. We can't hug you. But we just want to just say happy Sabbath to you this morning. Put a comment in the comment page. Just let us know that you're there. And we want you just to share the good news of God this morning because God truly has a blessing in store for you this morning. You know, we live in some serious times. When I look at the news, there's so many things that are pressing, so many things that are depressing. But when I think about God, God is the, is the peace offers us a peace that passes all understanding. I'm so glad that we are not like people in the world that have no hope and just living in despair because we have a God that has it all in control, a sovereign God. And so at this time, we want you to get ready for prayer. Brother Jossie Haynes is gonna lead us to the throne of grace this morning. Good morning, church, good morning. Um, please bow your heads as we as we uh, commission the Lord in prayer. God, our Father, we are not worthy of your grace, but because of your grace, you still see fit to allow us to come before you. And every time that we need you, God, you're there. God, even when we are living in these unprecedented times, God, you still find time to say, I love you, Jossie. I love you. Wake up. Have breath. And God, because of that, we are so grateful. We're so thankful. And I want to just take this time, God, to intercess for people that are in our membership that may need to hear a word from you, God. So as I, as I lift our church up in prayer, God, I lift our pastor up in prayer. And I pray that he will be able to bring a word to us that will allow us to have a, a, a better mindset moving forward from this day forward. And God, I ask that you will continue to be with everyone that is sick and in ailment right now, God. And I specifically want to lift up the Bateman family, you know, with their, their, their tragic loss, God. And I just ask that you keep that family strong. Keep the family strong because their hour of need is now, God. Their hour of need is now. And I ask that you will continue to allow their minds to stay focused on you as they go through this time because you are the one that can bring them through this. It may seem difficult, God, but it's something that you only can do. So we rest up upon your promises. God, I also want to say a, a prayer for our children. Our children are in need, God. They are not going to school. Some of them are homeschooled. Um, and some, some of their parents have to balance work and school. And this is a difficult thing, God. And, it's, and it seems tough. But God, I'm reminded of, of many times where I've gone through my particular situation in life where you have taken me through. So I know that you're doing the same thing for that family member, that, that mother, that father, who doesn't know what to do with their child or if their child is, felt, uh, is not you know, responding in the right way during this time and they really wanna be in school, God. I know that you can work all of this out. You are the only one that can work all of this out. God, I ask that you will continue to be with our members, our members of the top church, the Tabernacle of Praise Church, God. I ask that you will bless them and keep them, God. Keep their minds stayed on you, God. Even though that we not, we're not in a building, God, help them to find sanctuary in their home. 
Help them to find sanctuary in their home, God, that they, that they can find a, a, a holy place, a holy place in their minds, God, so that they can stay focused and in tune with you. God, I also want to pray for our, for our sick, those who are not well, God, who are dealing and battling with illness, not just COVID, God, but also other illness that they can't even go to the doctor to feel comfortable to do during this time because it may you might be afraid to go to the doctor because you don't want to have, you know, be exposed to anything, God. I just want to say that you are the healer. You are the healer, God. You are a healer, and that's what you do. And we love you because of that, and we honor you because of that. You cannot be anything else but what you have said in your Bible, God, and we hold you to your promises. Right now, we hold you to your promises. Take away any sickness, any burden, any financial strain that is being, that's beset us, God. I ask that you will continue. Those who are not working, God, um, it's, it's tough, but you are the provider. When I have no food, you are my way maker. And I ask God that you will continue to remind us all that you are the only one that can be our way maker in these times. God, I want to pray for our youth, our youth, God, a special prayer for our youth uh, in, in these times where silence sometimes seems to add to depression and silence can add to, you know, disconnection. God, I ask that you will, that you will open that door of that youth where they've shut themselves in and they've, and they've closed themselves to the world where the world seems like there's nothing for them to do because they're being asked to stay inside or do whatever they're doing and they feel like they can't be heard. God, hear them. Hear their prayer, God, right now. Even if they're not praying, God, hear their hearts and their minds. I know you do that anyway, God, but I'm asking you to rest, for, to give assurance to the parent who doesn't know if their child is, in, is, is listening, who's, who, if they're hearing you. God, let them know that you are hearing them, that the child that is in need will always see his father's hand. God, I, don't wanna, I just want to thank you. And as I stand before the presence of the Lord right now and I intercede for our members, our youth, our sick, you know, our family members, our people that we love, God, I pray that you will end all of this, all disease, all sickness, God. And I pray past this world. I pray past this world because this world is not our home, God. This is not where we're supposed to be. This is just a place that we are being conditioned for the next, God. And I ask that you will continue to condition us and you will continue to perfect peace and patience in us, God, so that we will understand that when we see you, God, we will rejoice in heaven and say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. As the angels will say, I don't even understand their story, but they loved you through it all. And through it all, God, I've learned to trust in Jesus, God, and I've learned to trust in God. So I understand, God, that you are the only one and I love you, God. So I pray that if you don't take anything from my prayer today, God, that you will rest on our souls today, on this Sabbath morning, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May his, may his face shine upon you. May his presence be on you. May he bless your children and their children and their children and their children, God, so that we know that we have a generation of, of blessings, God. I thank you in the name, in the precious, holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord for that beautiful prayer. Thank you. Prayer changes things. And we just want to just remind you that God is good, regardless of whatever you're going through. We know God is good. We've been in quarantine for eight months now, but I'm so glad and so thankful that God is not quarantined. I'm so glad that God is still with us. God is, has not taken a break. He gives us breath. He keeps our heart pumping every single day. You know, the Bible says 
when it comes to faithfulness. The question is asked, would a man rob God? Yet you will rob me. He's, and the question was asked, well, wherein, Lord, have we robbed you? He said, in tithe and in offering. He said, therefore, you will be cursed with the curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. So God didn't just leave it there. But he said, bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse, that there might be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, said the Lord of hosts. He said, if I would not open ye the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, he said, there should not be room enough to receive it. Not only that, he said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, neither shall your fruit cast cast her fruit before the time in the field. So in other words, that's Bible talk. So anyway, anyway, God said that he will bless every part of your life. Your car won't break down, your car, your tires last longer than they should. You may not have a full tank of gas, but you got enough to make it to the net to the rest of the week. You may not have a lot of money in the bank, but thank God you can make it to the end of the month. So we can't be God's giving no matter how hard you try. And so we just want to encourage you just to be faithful to God. And, and we know that there are several ways to, to give the dollar sign top giving. That's your cash app dollar sign top giving and then you can also go to adventistgiving.org adventistgiving.org or you can mail it uh to teresa harris and you all know the mailing address and so we just want to continue to encourage you to be faithful to the lord at this time we're going to have our special music but before then i just want to just just say how thankful I am for our pastor who has just um, been blessing us so much. He's hit the ground running and he's been on the road going back and forth. And I know he's tired. So we wanna just pray a special prayer over the pastor as he breaks the bread of life. And we want you just to pull yourself up to the table because you're gonna get a good word this morning. Amen, we need the word this morning. But before our pastor, uh, our songbird, Sister Beverly Stewart Anderson, is going to sing that beautiful song, My Help, My Help. I look into the hills for what's coming of my help, knowing our help comes from the Lord. So after Sister Beverly sings, the next voice you will hear will be that of our pastor, Pastor Jonathan Fields. Hear ye him. The man you're seeing in the middle of the flood is Marcelo, a 43-year-old man trying to make his way back home during a severe torrential downpour in the state of Sao Paulo, Brazil. After crossing the street, he gets trapped with his bike in swirling waters. As horrified onlookers saw his situation, they desperately screamed at him to let the bike go but he clung to it. A group of people even risked their lives by forming a human chain to try to save Marcelo, but they could not hold him back. He tries to stand, but the strong current knocks him over and drags him away. 
firefighters found his body washed up later the same day. Marcelo lost far more than the bicycle he was trying to keep. What is the bicycle in your life? What is it that the Lord is asking you to let go, but you are still clinging to? A relationship? A job? An addiction? What is preventing you from surrendering your ways to Jesus? What keeps you from being fully devoted and loyal to him? Ellen G. White says that Jesus does not require of man any real sacrifice. For whatever we are asked to surrender is only that which we are better off without. Ellen G. White, Councils on Stewardship, page 300. As you return your tithe and give your promise, ask Jesus to help you embrace what really matters and let go of anything that could jeopardize your salvation. May we put our desires last and God first. The song says, my help, all of my help cometh from the Lord.
amen, amen again, amen, good morning, good morning, amen, happy Sabbath, amen, thank you, Sister Beverly, for that um, powerful song selection, the Holy Spirit is definitely moving um, in this place, hallelujah, and I know you're at home right now, I know you're waving your hands, I know you're praising the Lord right now, it's all right, let's just take about five minutes uh, five seconds or so, if you will. And let's just put our hands together. And can we just bless the name of the Lord in this place? Come on, all over the place here. I know in your bedroom, in your living room, in the kitchen. I don't know, you may be driving down the street. Keep both hands on the steering wheel, though. But let's just give God a hand clap of praise in here. Thank you, Sister Beverly, for that song selection. My help comes from the Lord. And I thank you for that. I believe that God is still in the healing business. He's still in control. He is still rendering help and aid. Thank you so much. I thank you so much also for our tech team. Amen. Sister Karen, praise God for you. Thank you for that powerful video. Amen. Um, you know, there are some things that we are clinging on to that we need to let go of so that God can be great in our life. God wants to move in. Amen. But the problem is we have too much stuff in our house. We need to get rid of some stuff so that God could come in and make our heart his home. Amen. Um, and so we want to thank you again for being here. I thank God for my family. As Elder said, you know, been on the road, but God is good. God is awesome. God has been giving us traveling mercies. He has been covering us and keeping us, amen. My thing is, Lord, in these last days, I don't want to lose my footing, amen. So keep me grounded in you. Keep me focused on you, amen. And I pray that that would be your prayer as well, that you don't lose your footing in these last and evil days, all right, amen. So let's just, uh, uh, just a couple more announcements. I almost forget, have one of those moments, amen, that's some of us often do, amen. Just want to remind uh, our board, we will be meeting on Monday, amen. Monday, Monday um, at 7 p.m. We have our board meeting, so we want to encourage you to be um, calling on the, on the um, phone line, amen, and we'll have our meeting there, amen. So we thank God for you. You know, I am truly, truly excited um, um, for what God is doing in my life and in my family's life. Um, you know, there have been times when I look to the Lord um, and I expect something or I expect it to come one way and God will bring it about another way. And then let's just be honest. There are times I've expected some things from God and I did not get it. I know we want to present God as this God that you just ask for it and he'll give it to you. Um, but God will give you what you need. He'll give you what um, he has in store for you. Amen. What God has for you, it is for you. And there are some times, let's just be honest, family of God, that we ask God for some things that we really don't need. Um, it's not good for us. Um, it's not good to us. Um, and it's just going to bring us further away from God. And so I thank God for those moments when I called on him and asked him for some things. And he said, ah, nah, I don't think so. Uh, I thank you for that, God. I thank you for that. Um, and so I do want to uh, just encourage us to be faithful again with our giving. Um, we want to remind you that it's not about us. It is about him. Um, these tests and times that we're living in now is just about approving our faith. That's what it's like. You know, we have to get things in perspective, look things in the, in, in, in the right, through the right lenses um, so that we'll understand and know that it is not about us. These things come upon us to test our faith, to see if you're going to remain faithful to God, even in a pandemic. Are you going to trust God? Are you going to hold on to that bike? Or are you going to let go and let God be great in your life? 
So we want to encourage you to be faithful, faithful to God during these times. Amen. I'm not going to be before you long. At least I'll try not to, but I'm going to let God be God. Amen. I'm just going to let God be God in my life. Um, so if you have your Bibles with you, um, if you can turn with me to the book of Psalms. Amen. The book of Psalms. And, um, and that's what we'll um, pitch our tent today. Thank you, Sister Beverly, again for that song selection. My help comes from the Lord. Amen. And, um, and we didn't connect about this. Um, uh, 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 this is just letting me know that God is leading um, this message as well as he was leading you in that song, Sister Beverly. So we thank God for you. Um, the book of Psalms, we want to just jump there real fast, real quick. Um, and we just want to read um, this, these six these six verses um, in your hearing, the 23rd Psalm, this is the Lord Shepherd, um, David, um, who penned this here particular Psalm. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters and he restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you, O God, are with me. Your rod and your staff, they both, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies and you anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Um, the 23rd Psalm, let us pray. Father, um, again, we thank you so much um, for your blessed hope. Um, thank you for what you have done and what you are doing. And Father, we bless you even now for what you are about to do um, in the lives of your people. Um, speak to us through thy word. Thy word is truth. And let us not leave here the same way we came. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Uh, the 23rd Psalm, the 23rd Psalm, very familiar Psalm, one of those Psalms that as a child, um, everyone from, uh, as far as I, I know, uh, was, was um, giving the charge to memorize the 23rd Psalms. And if you were able to memorize the 23rd Psalms, um, you felt like you was doing something, amen. Uh, you felt like you had it, you know, um, you were you were quoting the Bible. Come on, somebody. Um, the 23rd Psalm. But here in this passage, um, David, 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 the writer, the, the penman of this here um, um, special book, this here, this here awesome book. David uses um, this metaphor of a shepherd, a man and his sheep and a host of guests and to describe how the Lord cares for his people. Um, and this is what we see here in this book of Psalm. And I know one of the passages in the Psalm, we'll jump to that, uh, I, 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 will, I will touch on that um, um, a little later. Um, and the passage where it said, and he, he prepares a table before for me in the presence of my, and, oh, we love that path. We love that right there. Uh, you know, we want our enemies to be, to uh, see us in our greatness, amen. Uh, uh, but David, but David, as he wrote this here, um, he's, he, he, he basically was laying out um, the, 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 the connection that he had with the Lord. He was making it very clear 
um, of his relationship with the Lord as a relationship a shepherd would have with a sheep. David, who spent a lot of time in the field dealing with sheep. You know the story of David who actually put his life on the line on numerous occasions to protect the sheep. He laid his life out um, with the bear to protect the sheep, a man with the lion to protect the sheep. There were some things that David did in order to make sure that the sheep were taken care of, just like our God that we serve, who even laid his life on the line to protect the sheep, to protect you and to protect me. I'm saying that so that you will understand and know that as we go through these difficult times, these pandemic times, these perilous times, as we look at our government, as we look at our state, as we look through Congress, as we look uh, uh, through the, uh, the employment line or unemployment for the lack thereof, as we look through society and in our neighborhoods with all of the brutality, it is very important that we understand, first and foremost, that all of our help comes from the Lord. And not only that, but he will lead you and he will guide you into all truth. David is basically sharing with us that God is connected to you. God is in touch with your infirmities. God understands exactly what you're going through, exactly what is taking place and transpiring, not just in your life, but even in your body. When your body is stricken with pain, when the doctor has now delivered you a notice of cancer or some mass or some type of situation going on with your body, it is very important important, my brothers and sisters, as we peruse through this here book of Psalms, chapter 23, that we understand and know without a shadow of a doubt that God is leading, that God is in control, that God is guiding, that God is the one that sees the end from the beginning. My mind is taking me back to even our own Savior, Jesus Christ, after his baptism. The Bible says that he was led in to the, to, to, to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. So we have to understand, my brothers and sisters, that when tragedy shows up in our lives, that when trouble finds itself uh, pitching a tent on our front doorstep, when sad news seems to just show up unannounced, it is very clear, it's very important, my brothers and sisters, that we become very clear that God is still leading, that God is still in control that we don't divert anything from God and understand and know that it is God that is understand that under that understand that God is the one that is leading and guiding his children. I'm often reminded of the fact that even this morning, I hope that you did it too. I woke up this morning with praise on my mind and praise in my heart, and I began to call on the name of the Lord. I hope you did it this morning. I hope you spoke to him. I hope this isn't your first time encountering Jesus on this blessed and beautiful Sabbath day. I hope you spent a little time with him this morning. I woke up and I talked with him and I shared my thoughts with him and I said, okay, God, I just laid my thoughts on you. Now I want you to lead me out of all the stuff I shared with you. I'm giving it to you. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to trip over it. I'm not going to stumble over it. I'm not going to allow it to uh, 
dictate my thought processes. I'm going to give it over to you. And with that being said, my brothers and sisters, now I'm able to go through this day. So whatever the enemy may have on the back burner, my God, my God, he's already got it covered. He's already have it under control. So no matter what the enemy has said to you, no matter what the enemy may be planning for you, my brothers and sisters, the text tells us that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, he's my shepherd, and he guides me, and he directs me, and I shall not want. Yeah, my mind may tell me, or situations may say one thing, circumstances may dictate other things, but I don't rest on my circumstances. I don't rely on situations. I rely on the fact that God is leading, that God is guiding. I need some help in here today to understand that it is God that is the one that is guiding this thing that is directing this thing. We have to understand that, my brothers and sisters, because if we continue to look at public, at, 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 on social media, if we continue to rest on this president that is in office today, if we continue to look to those individuals and those different type of platforms to give us the answer that only the Bible can give, you're going to be misled every time. Oh, I wish I had somebody out there that understand what I'm talking Talking about today that it is not the circumstances they don't dictate anything they don't they, 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 they don't they don't amount to anything because God is leading and even through situations my brothers and sisters oh I wish I had some help out there today even through circumstances my brothers and sisters God is still in control he provides for us for them God provides for us Oh, yes, he do. The Bible says that God is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And notice what David said. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. He making a personal connection, letting us know that this is not just, just some average sheep tending shepherd that's just out there in the field watching the sheep as they graze. Oh, no, he is making a personal connection with the fact that God is in tune and he's in touch with his sheep. Hallelujah. I hope you're getting this this morning. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying this morning. I hope it's getting in your spirit this morning. That God is in touch with you. That God sees your pain. That God understands your struggle. That God understands your lack thereof. That God sees the situation of your children. That God understands the health challenges. Oh, I wish I could get just a little bit more help in here. Help me, Holy Ghost. God is understanding every circumstance that shows up in your life. How do I know? Because the Bible just told me so that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want for anything. I shall not be in need because God is guiding me and God is leading me and God is directing me. So I shall not want for anything. No trouble can stop me. No pain can hinder me. How do I know? Because the Bible just told me so. Well, yes, he's my shepherd and I shall not want for anything. 
That's the kind of God that we serve. Let me move on here because the Lord provides for us. The Lord renews our strength. That's what the text says. He said he makes us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside still waters. He restores my soul. Oh, yes, my brothers and sisters. God is not going to leave you in a situation for you to be drained dry. God will renew you. God will encourage you. God will restore you no matter what trial shows up, no matter what circumstances shows up. It shall not take you out. It shall not take us out because every step of the way, I get a renewed strength. And when I feel like giving up. I can't give up. And when I want to give up, I don't give up because God just keeps renewing me. He keeps renewing me and he renews me and he renews me and he renews me and every step of the way when my body is aching and my body is tired, there is a strip that comes from out of nowhere, just renews me and give me an extra push to go just a little further. How do you think our Savior was able to walk down the streets with a cross on his back because he thought of you and he thought of me and it gave him strength. It gave him renewed strength to go just a little bit further. My brothers and sisters, there is somebody out there that is needing you to go just a little bit further. There is somebody out there that is depending depending on you uh, to go uh, just a little bit further. There is somebody out there that is needing you uh, to go just a little bit further. The Bible says he will renew your strength. Uh, he will not leave you to dry up. Uh, he will renew you. Oh, yes, he will renew you. Oh, how do I know? Because the Bible just told me so, uh, that he will renew our strength. Uh, and I love the fact that God renews us. I love the fact uh, that God allow us to go through stuff uh, to get to a point uh, where now we have to look to him. Uh, oh, I appreciate the fact I was just talking to some friends just on yesterday. I uh, went to a friend's uh, memorial service and, and I sat at the table with her brothers and, 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 and a couple of friends uh, and, and and I began to share my testimony and my story about how I hadn't always been in the church. I know, I know you're tired of hearing it, but I need you to understand something, that I'm so thankful that God brought me in the way that he did. I'm so thankful, hallelujah. You don't know like I know what God has done for me. And I'm so thankful that I was able to go out there, hallelujah, that God let me experience some things first. Because if he had brought me in um, on the front end, uh, I would have went out there and most likely would have stayed out there. But now I know that I know um, that I know 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 that my God is real. Can't no devil stop me. Can't no situation hinder me. Because I know without a shadow of an altar that God is a good God. He freed me. He delivered me. Uh, he put me in places that I don't deserve. 
He placed me in situations that I don't deserve. He showed favor over my life. He put favor over my children. Oh, I could talk about it today. Oh, I could share it today. How do I know? Because my life tells me so. That God is a good God and he cannot lie. He shall not lie because he's that kind of God. Oh, yes, he is. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel my help right there. Because see, when I look back over my life um, and I think about all the things that I, that I was off into, uh, oh, there is no way I should be standing here today. Uh, there is no way I should be on this platform today uh, speaking to people about God. Oh, no, I was just talking to a friend just yesterday and he shared with me. He said, yeah, when they found out uh, that I was in church, uh, that I gave my life to the Lord, he was like, what? John is in church? Uh, is that even possible? Oh, yes, it's possible because God is able to deliver you if you will but just let him. David is sharing that with us today here. He's telling us that he will renew your strength that he would give you what you need. I know the, the bad news, it gets heavy sometimes. And I'm not trying to claim to understand your situation. Oh, no, oh, no, I don't know what you're going You know what? If what you're going through, if I had to go through what you were going through, I probably would, I probably would lose my mind right, right now at this very moment because I can't handle what you're going through. If I did, if I was able to handle it, then God would simply lay it on me. But I can't handle what you're going through. I can't deal with what you're going through. But guess what, my brothers and sisters, there are some things that I'm going through, hallelujah, that you just can't handle. Hallelujah. God has tailor-made that thing just for me. Why? Because God is trying to build us up. God is trying to get us to a place. So don't run from the problem. You run to the, you sit in the road, the problem running. You don't run from trouble. You trouble your troubles. You tell your troubles to get somewhere. You tell your troubles where to bag up and get your 50 feet. You tell your troubles where to get off at. Oh no, I don't let my troubles get take me hallelujah i've come too far over this journey to allow some situation to get me to go against my god no health gonna get me to go against my god no job loss gonna get me to, if anything it's gonna make me trust him even more it's gonna make me lean on him even more because that's just letting me know that there is something greater that god has in store for me oh yes when the trouble shows up now i can see another side of god that i couldn't see when everything was graven, when everything was good, when everything was pleasant, I only saw one side of God. But now that the trouble just showed up, now God is able to show me another side of him. He let me see uh, that he can't hold me when the ground gets shaky, that he can't love on me when everybody else has turned their back on me, that he can't speak truth to me when everybody's lying on me. God lets me see uh, another side of him uh, when trouble shows up. He renews my strength, my brothers and sisters. Oh, I feel I feel this thing this morning. Oh, I feel it this morning that he's that kind of God. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will renew your strength. He guides them through all, all through the path. That's what the back, that, that's what the text tells us, that he leads us through the path. I don't know about you, but 
I've been through one of those little maze before, one of those little uh, 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 corn maze, if you will. Uh, you, you, you may have experienced it before. And, 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 and in that corn maze, there are some paths that look like they're the right way. And you go down a little ways and then you find out it's a dead end. And then you have to track all the way back out um, and go down another path. Well, I'm so glad that the God that leads me won't lead me down a dead end. The God that's leading me will not lead me down a, a situation where there is no out. He will not lead me into a place um, where I, there is where there is no help, but he will lead me into righteousness. That's what the Bible says. He will lead me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Hallelujah. You can't miss that. He leads you for his name's sake. You have to understand that God, you and God and God and you, uh, and you walking with him and you living your life for him. You have to understand it's not your reputation that is at stake. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get it twisted. Sometimes we want to make it about us. Sometimes we want to make it all about us. But I want to put you on notice, my brother brothers and sisters. It's not about you, but it's about him. His name is the one that's on, so is at stake. His character is the one that is at stake. His reputation is the one that is at stake. You see, you forget the fact that you're only here because he brought you here. You only have life in your body because he gave you life in your body. So you fail to realize that you're able to hear this message because he has given your ears the ability to hear. You're not understanding what I'm saying this morning. You make it a about you when it's not about you, but it's about him, his life, his character, his, his namesake. It's him that is on the line. When everything goes bad, it's him, it's him, it's him, it's him, and it's not you. We have to remove ourselves out the equation. His namesake is because of what God is doing. God leads you. His character is on the line. So if God leads you into a doctor's office or leads you into a situation and leads you into a lead you, should I say lead you into a foreclosure, you have to understand that there was something greater on the other side. If God leads you into bankruptcy, you have to understand that God has something greater on the other side. See, when you are a child of God, we're not exempt from trouble. We're not exempt from trials. You don't believe me? Just ask Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Just ask Daniel. Just ask Abraham. Ask Noah. You can ask me. And I can tell you, you can look in the mirror and you can just look at your own life and you know that you're not exempt and you love the Lord, you're faithful, you're dedicated, you've been walking with him, you have all these testimonies and it seems like the more you try to live for him, the more the struggle becomes real. Every time you try to take two steps forward, you get not three steps back. It seems like what's the use? But I want to encourage you this morning that he that has begun a good work in you is faithful to bring it until com completion. Don't give up on God. Let him lead you. Let him guide you. Let him direct you. Let him be the one. He will lead you. He will guide you through all your troubles, through all your trials, through all of your heartaches. That's what he will do. He will protect you. He will give you comfort even in the midst of leading you. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, he will. Oh, I hope you're getting it this morning. I hope you're understanding what's happening this morning. He will lead you. He will guide you. And at the same time, he will comfort you in the process. Now, that's a, now that's a God right there. 
Oh, yes, that's a guy right there that will lead you to, into a situation and then give you the answers to the test. To show you right here, right now, that there was no need. First of all, before we even go in here, I want to let you know a couple of things. Okay, you're gonna have an exit sign to your left. There is a there, there, there is a, an escape route to the right. I, I want you to understand. You're gonna see some things. You know, this is this is God sharing this with you. You know, I want you to know that there are some things that you're gonna encounter in this life. There are some things that you're gonna to have to go through. But I want you to understand something before you go in there. Before you go in there, I want you to understand something that there is a way out. So I don't need you to be getting upset. I don't you to become nervous. I don't need you to be losing, you know, lose your footing. I don't need you to become beside yourself because as you go in here, you're going to see some things. You're going to experience some things, but I want you to understand that there is a way out. And then God will send you in there. But the problem is sometimes, my brothers and sisters, we forget everything, God. You know, we start seeing stuff showing up in our life and we forget that God is able to deliver. Oh yeah, you probably know somebody like that. I'm not even going to tell you to look in the mirror, but I, I, I'm just saying. We forget that God is able to deliver. That God is able. That God is not going to put no more on you than what you are able to handle. He's not going to do that, my brothers and sisters. I know it's scary. I know it's hard. I know it's rough. I know it's rough. Oh, yes, if anybody knows it's rough, my brother, how do you think I'm able to preach a message such as this without some type of experience, without some type of understanding that God got me, God got me. I have to understand and know that no matter how the water began to rise in my life, no matter how the trouble begins to show up, that God got me. God had me. It's a mirage, my brothers and sisters. It's not real because God got me. I don't let stuff trouble me anymore. Hallelujah. I laugh at the devil. He's a joke. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, I said I don't mind calling him a joke. I'm not afraid of him. Oh, yeah, he's a joke. He's a worm. Hallelujah. You see, we don't want to win. You know, oh, they going to mess. The devil going to come again. The devil can't do nothing to me that God won't give him permission to do. Hallelujah. So I can call him any kind of name I want to. Hallelujah. He's a joke. Amen. He's a joke. And his, and his faith is sealed, hallelujah. And he knows that he has only a little time left and he's going to try to do everything he can to get you off balance. Don't give in to that foolishness. He's a joke, hallelujah. He's a joke. Let me move on here, hallelujah. He's a joke. He leads me, he guides me, he directs me. That's what he do, my brothers and sisters. The Lord takes care of his people. God takes good care of his people. He's not going to put anything on you that you cannot handle. He's not going to put anything on you that is, that, is, that is too great or too heavy. He's not going to put anything on you that's going to knock you out the game, that's going to take you out the game. But see, what happens is we walk away from the bat. We walk away from the game before our time is up because we feel like, oh, that's just too much. Oh, I can't handle that. That's just, that's just, that's just too much. That don't make sense. You let other people's situations dictate what God is trying to do in your life. Let me help 
help you out in, in, in this in this matter, my brothers and sisters. You don't let what other people do dictate what God is calling you to do. I had to share that with a brother just on yesterday. You know, you don't let people, you don't let other folks' situations determine what God has called you to do. You do what God has called you to do, and you let everything else fall by the wayside. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time to get caught up in what God is doing in your life and forget what God is doing in my life. I have enough stuff going on over here in my life to be worrying about what's going on over in your life. I'm trying to manage and handle the stuff over here and make sure I stay faithful over here to make sure I stay committed over here. I have enough over here to deal with to be trying to deal with stuff over in your life. Hallelujah. We try to manage everybody else's stuff. And your stuff all messed up. Hallelujah. Yeah, they used to say another word, but I'm going to be nice. You know, I'm going to be nice up in here, up in here. We're so busy looking at what everybody else don't have and what they should be doing. Oh, yeah, we're good at that. Everybody's a counselor. Everybody could tell everybody how to live their life. Amen. But how? But can you tell you how to live your life? Hallelujah. It's easy to look at somebody else and tell them about their wrong and, and, and their faults and, 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 and their shortcomings and what they should do. I know I'm on your toes. Don't get them up. Leave them down there. Let me walk on them so it'll make sense to you a little bit later. I know you look at everybody else and you will write it down. You know exactly what they need to do to get saved, to get their life right, to quit drinking and to quit smoking. But what do you, how do you, how do you stop lying? Uh, you know, talk to yourself about cheating. Talk to yourself about being a, uh, uh, being a deceiver. Uh, talk to yourself about that, uh, 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 about why you keep, why you keep cussing like you do, why you keep like you do. Well, uh, talk to yourself about that. Why do you keep lying like you do? You want to look at everybody else. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, I said it. I said it. Call the conference. Send me back. Amen. They lost the receipt. They can't send me back. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 it, it is what it is. Get your life right. Let God lead you. God said, I'm going to lead you. This Psalms is specific. This psalm, you could tailor this psalms for the individual. This psalm, as general and as public and as wide and broad as it is, is tailored for the individual. The Lord is my shepherd. David said he's my shepherd. He leads me. He guides me. He protects me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. I love it. Because we don't have to fear anything. I just said that a minute ago. I walk wherever I want to go. And I don't worry about it. It's not that I'm bad. or I, I, I'm so tough. Uh, I'm, you know, no. Because see, while I do, I'm praying, Lord. You know, I don't know. I hope the situation don't turn south to the border. Because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, of, of what I do know, they're they going to get off of me. Uh, but but I pray that I don't have to get into those type of situations. And I praise God that I have not had to encounter any type of situation. Hallelujah. Because though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because God is with me. Hallelujah. That's why I can go in the hood. I don't worry about it. I don't, I don't trip. My wife be like, honey, I'm going to need you to be a little careful. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't worry about it, I, I, you know, because I know God got me. I believe that. 
my life experience has shown me. You see, when you've gone through something, hallelujah, when God has shown you some things, you can stand on it. No matter what, people, everybody else looking around like, man, guys, you lost your mind. No, I haven't. I haven't lost it. I found it in Jesus. I'm trusting in him. You see, I'm walking in a place that you can't see. So you have to understand that there are angels that are set up around me. That wherever I go, my going out and my coming in, you have to understand I have been placed in a situation and in a place of favor that God has covered me. Hallelujah. And that's not boasting, nor bragging. That's just giving praise to God and letting you know that the same God that laid favor on me is the same God that will lay favor on you if you were just but trusting. You see, I didn't get to this place by happenstance. There were some things I had to go through. There were some situations I had to encounter first. And the truth of the matter is, if you've seen what I've seen, some of you would have fallen off a long time ago. But I'm able to stand here with the power of God just flexing all through me, hallelujah, knowing that God got my family and that God had me too. You're not understanding what I'm saying. You're not understanding. I know that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know that this is not some ordinary thing, that this is something that can only come from a God that sits high and look low and, and able to take a nobody and put him in a situation to where now people think he's a somebody. But I'm a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. How do I know? Because he is Jehovah. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's the Lord, my shepherd. He's Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is my peace. The Jehovah Rapha. The Lord, my healer. He is Jehovah Seek the newer. The Lord is my righteousness. He is Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there. He is Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my banner. He's my everything. He's my all. He's my morning when I wake up. He's my night when I lay down. He's my water. He's my bread. He's my everything. The Lord, he is my shepherd. And I shall not Want, hallelujah. Oh, I shall not. Oh, I shall not want. Oh, I shall not. I shall not want. Oh, I need a happy up in here. I shall not want. He is good just like that. Oh, I don't need a whole bunch of folk around me. Just give me my time with Jesus. And that's all I need. And everything going to be all right. He is my shepherd. Oh, hallelujah. He is my everything. And I pray that somebody under the sound of my voice, if you don't know my Jesus, oh, you need to get to know my Jesus. Hallelujah. You need to get to know him because he is right there waiting for you. Oh, yes. He's good like that. He will protect you. He will keep you. He will lead you into all truth. I want to end with this last verse right here. The Lord is my shepherd. He said, I shall not want. Verse 6 simply says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh, and I could do that because God got me. Hallelujah. God have me and God have you. Don't worry about all that other stuff, my brothers and sisters. Rest assured that God has your best interest at heart. Let us pray. Father God, 
Thank you for being our shepherd. <laughs> Thank you for covering us and keeping us, even in the midst of a pandemic. We know this, oh God, because the Bible tells us, and your life has shown us. And now, oh God, you have stepped into our situations and you are real as real can be. Thank you for what you've done and what you're doing. It's my prayer that somebody, oh God, on the other side of this here message that is listening in will now make a decision to give their life to you. Forgive us again of our sins, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and have a happy Sabbath. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. What a powerful message. The Lord is our shepherd. He's the good shepherd. We don't have to want for anything when we get into trouble. We don't have to despair because God restores. I'm so thankful God restores. And after he has restored us, he is able to keep us. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Pastor, I'm like you, I lost my mind, but I'm so glad that I found it in Jesus. God is so good. Thank you for that powerful encouragement today. We need to hold on to that during these times of trouble and despair and uncertainty, knowing that the Lord is our shepherd. He has it all in control. Just trust him. Thank you, Pastor, once again. And we just have a couple of announcements. We just want to uh, let you know that our, our young people will be uh, having their, their Sabbath school today at 2 o'clock at Cleopore Park and our training for disciple class. Uh, Sister Karen Lewis is going to lead out on that at 2.30. We'll be studying out of the book, Testimonies for the Church, Volume 1, Chapter 72, uh, Parents and Children. Very important subject. And also Wednesday night, Seven o'clock, prayer meeting. All roads lead to prayer. We need the prayer, much prayer, much power. And all you board members, remember our board meeting on Monday at seven o'clock on the prayer line. So until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. Amen.